everybody. It's the Boy Hattie Podcast. Do it, Bill. Podcast. Yeah, coming at you live from Bill's basement. Uh, we're oh. here to talk to you about some more pop culture detritus. I'm Annie. The Pad Podcast. Are you sure it's not? It's, 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 it's Harley Quinn. That it's is uh, like, Bill. Uh, what what'd you call what it? What did she call Mr. J. Mr. J. No, uh, no, it's no, Bill. No. This is what, Foley. Is that, do you think that that's the a joke on the voice? Is like, is that can't stand, can't stand him. What's Thank that you for going from? to a oh, singing in the rain place. Singing in the rain. Okay, fucking yeah. I, I fucking love the same Brooklyn kind of like. Yeah. Fucking love that. But that is the voice I'm doing. It's yeah. totally like my mom would always do that voice when I was like a little girl. Yeah. So it became a theme in our house. I wonder if that was inspired by that character. Well, I mean, Grant, like I said, the Brooklyn kind of accent. That kind of like yeah, that that's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, hi. How you doing? We're doing good. We're just we're literally sitting here recording while watching a live stream of the Olympic Flame, which is, dude, it really is just fire. There are (laughs) there's some fucking soot on some of the mirrors. Yeah. Well, it's weird because when they first unveiled it at, you know, they lit it inside the Olympic Stadium last week. Um, it was like a moving kinetic sculpture, and yeah. now it's just kind of still. I, I was hoping well, we'd be moving the whole time. It's beautiful, both still and in motion. It is. Yeah, it is. Okay. And they can, they can just, they oh, just somebody off. goes up and gives it a low five, and it yeah, just that would moving. kick the whole thing moving again. And stuff um, like that. But yeah, yeah. It's... Man, I had an anxiety dream about the Boy Howdy podcast last night. Did you? Because the last thing I did before falling asleep was I emailed Bill and said, Bill, let's do the thing. And then I went to sleep, and I dreamed that you and I met at this brand new um, Bratz place, uh-huh. and we were recording <laughs> the podcast there, and then you had a invited a whole bunch of Boy Howdy listeners without over telling without telling me. And some of them were ones I knew. Like, one of them was Max. I was like, hey, it's Max. Six, well, again, we've only got six listeners, and so then there, there could have like, been that many There people. were these other ones of this one awkward dude. It was not an actual listener. But or yeah, yeah. Your brain was a manufacturing people, person yeah. Who was very nice, but brought a list of all the upsetting and problematic things I've ever said on the podcast. <laughs> cool. And like, you should work on this. And like, I was just <sighs> so distraught. I was just staring at this list the whole time. I've yeah, been watching funny. enough uh, Olympics that I had a dream that my car was inside another car. <laughs> yeah, there have been a lot of commercials during the Olympics that have been cars emerging from other cars or, or not cars developed by other cars. cars. There are three different ad campaigns. That so use wait, where's Enterprise, where? Honda, and then there's there's one other yeah, one that I'm not remembering. Remember. But yeah, and so I just I like Volvo. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like it's just like my car was inside another car. <laughs> so where have you guys been watching the Olympics? We, we we've been watching on Sling and on bro- Sling on and on broadcast. TV. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. I've been doing the, bro- the, the the PlayStation View stuff. I haven't watched as nearly as much this week just because it's the less interesting half of the Olympics where yeah. it's mostly track and field. Yeah. With a little bit of equestrian stuff, but it's it's not it doesn't it's it's not quite the range of like goofy stuff like Man, we the turned first on week. the TV and we saw what the fuck was it called? That kayaking, that oh, standing. Um, I tried to it? google flat it. Flatwater flatwater uh C2 kayaking. Yeah. C2 canoeing. Flatwater. It was flatwater intense. canoeing cuz it, huh. it's two a two man team in a canoe and they're like kind of like kneeling squatting on it. Yeah. And I've so they never seen it's, that before. It's full like it's full, more full body even because regular canoeing is still pretty full body but it's even more but so. You're kind of anchored from the waist up into and a little bit. Yeah, so but. these dudes are just built like tanks like sh- all shoulders and ass and thighs. Yeah. It's like Jesus Christ. They look like rugby players that have been stuck into boats. It, it was huh. intense. Or is it yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. The the German, one of the Germans who won, it was a six. Oh wow! So they're they're like, kind of kneeling, but, they're, but they're, rowing. They're yeah, fucking, their fucking boat is like a foot wide. Yeah, and so not only do they have to have the core strength to like to row canoeing. and the shoulder strength, to but row, to keep balance and not jiggle fucking, the boat too yeah. much left or right. Yeah, because you have to so row in a very specific, specific straight line, otherwise you'll yeah. fall out of the boat. They yeah. move so fast. Yeah, God, they're fast. Intense. They're fast boat boys. Are they rowing on one side or are they switching sides? No, with no, each no. Stroke? One, 
I could see person... that would even be harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the lead person rows on the left. Rows on the left, and the uh, the guy in the back rows on the rows on the right. When they are when they are rowing, when it is single, then they're switching. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which is insane. Because uh, otherwise, you'd just go in a circle. But yeah. yeah, rowers like most rowers have like bird legs. And <laughs> yeah, these guys have sense. like yeah. rugby butts. Yeah, we were watching kayaking, and Foley's like, "Are these modern centaurs? Because it's just like these yeah. two torsos <laughs> bolted into a canoe. yeah." Well, a lot of them have like a, a sweet, sweet little blankie yep, over their yep. over their over their sad Speed, their sad oh. skinny Speed little legs. Blanket. Man, we watched a uh, fucking indoor team rug uh, 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 volleyball. That's exciting as hell. I forgot how much I like volleyball. Yeah. We watched the women's and we watched the men's actually this morning. Uh, Brazil won gold. Oh, which is really? great because okay. they won gold in the two sports that are like the national sports of Brazil. They won volleyball and soccer. Oh, and okay. I admit, watching the soccer game, is, but soccer game was one of the most exciting like events I've ever seen. And we only watched the tail end of it, but it was um, it was uh, one to one. They were tied, so they went and oh, they did penalty they did kicks. A German did Germany went first. And they got their goals totally blocked. And so Brazil went second. And he faked him out with his footwork. Yeah. And so the goalie went one way and the ball went the other and scored. It was so fucking and exciting. And that's all it needs And like the stadium was packed because Brazil loves soccer, football. And uh, they just lost their shit. And the Olympians were losing their shit. And I was just getting goosebumps on top of my goosebumps. It was yeah. so good. Fucking love the Olympics. What am I going to do when the Olympics are over? Um, forget about. Like Forget the, about sports. He's coming years. back though, sport and the hidden spirit true. of humanity. You got right. Bob's Burgers coming back. You got Brooklyn Nine Number Nine coming back. Man, really? Today also means it's the last day of the Overwatch Summer Games. Oh, uh, I forgot about uh, that. Yeah, uh, and uh, specifically all these special Summer Games you, uh, skins. I was about to say, have you gotten all voices, the stuff you wanted? Emotes and uh, all that shit. Sprays. The two things I really wanted that I didn't have were I wanted Lucio's soccer outfit, and I wanted that's like the one thing I got, and I wanted Reaper's dumb BMX spray. Those are the two oh, things I thing. really wanted left and fully while we're watching the Brazilian game we actually missed the end of the, the volleyball game today because yeah. I was like fully because it's like I don't want to spend money on dumb shit our hard earned money on imaginary things that don't even matter uh-huh. no. they're completely cosmetic without talking about it. I'm like fully can I use <coughs> either five or ten dollars to buy some loot crates and I took the controller from you she took the controller and she spent 20 so I got a shit ton of stuff yeah. it was really so good what, what did, did we you were get the stuff that getting, you wanted we yeah. were late oh, getting yeah. to you because she was opening her loot crates that's right if you're gonna be late recording the boy howdy podcast that was why yeah opening your overwatch <laughs> loot crates is not the worst reason uh, yeah mm-hmm. that's super cool I well that's exactly you, you also got mercy yeah, I got Mercy skin. Mercy summer skin. So really I didn't realize. So uh, I was looking at stuff last night with uh, Grumpy Turtle Online, where because uh, I didn't never bothered to investigate what all the new costumes are. They're so I didn't realize good. they're all national themes. So yeah. I was like, uh, a lot of them are red, white, and blue, just because a lot of countries' flags have red, white, yeah. and blue elements. Like um, Diva's got a red, white, and blue thing, uh, but with like on a white background with like little red, red little uh, or mm-hmm. black rectangles. Because mm-hmm. I forgot that's what it's, the the Korean flag's a white field. Yeah. With yeah. like a like the red and blue mm-hmm. uh, yin yang in the middle with like little black blocks and mm-hmm. the, her thing looks really cool. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Mercy's thing is red and white because so the good. Swiss flag is just like, the yeah. red field with the white cross on it. I really love Torbjorn's outfit. I didn't see that because because yeah he's Sweden and so it's all blue and yellow and he obnoxious. looks like he's the handiest it. IKEA worker. <laughs> he does. It's so good. You 
one of my favorite things I've, I've, I've actually seen out of that are the, just the new player icons. You get them, so like, yeah. Symmetra doing, like, some kind of, like, you know, like, you loop. Get, uh, I got uh, Winston playing uh, uh, table, to- uh, table tennis. Which yeah, is it's very cute. You got him doing volleyball, Or oh, it was too. volleyball. No, and then you got me. Soldier 76 golfing. Soldier 76 golfing. <laughs> I'm well, so happy because I got the spray and I got the pose. It made me so happy, dear lord. Man, yeah. see, and I, I, you know what? I feel glad too because you guys have spent exactly the same amount of money I've spent on loot. Because when the game first came out, I dropped ten bucks mm-hmm. like the day it launched. I was like, oh, I want extra stuff, and then I dropped an extra ten bucks with this Olympic stuff. So mm-hmm. we are, we are we are even in terms of. I'm really happy because Lucio. I haven't gotten any Lucio loot crates for his outfit. Do you play Lucio a lot? I yeah. play Lucio a lot. Okay. The characters I play most are Lucio, um, Reaper, Torbjorn. And those are actually my three go-tos. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to learn. Those Reinhardt. are your three mains. Those are my mains. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to learn Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. You're doing pretty good. Um, with my that. shipping mains are no. Um, Do your mains have cool ults? Uh, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> can't believe I like Overwatch. I don't like playing with anybody though because everybody's so much better than me. Would yeah. You, it's would just you, not would fun. Would you play with me? It's yeah. Well, you're like on my level. Like I, I, I love Jimmy and Conley, and they're really sweet to invite me, but they're so much better than me. They've now put literally stomped. twice as much time as I've put into the game, and yeah, they, so they, they. It's not even that y'all are huh. skilled. It's just that y'all are so leveled up that the other players are so skilled. Oh, that I this get is the, the other thing I wanted to see if uh, I, I wanted to pull up on YouTube before we started recording. Did you guys see the video for the new? Uh, German man. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've watched it. I've analyzed it frame by frame. It okay, looks pretty good. Yeah, cool. The lore of Overwatch is dumb superhero horseshit. Well, there's barely any of it. Yeah, like, oh, buddy. I, even Blizzard doesn't take it really seriously. Though, well, no. But, like, well, yeah, because yeah. they're like, it doesn't matter. But there's lore there, and it's dumb superhero bullshit. But because they're so um, guarded with it, and they're dribbling out little bits and pieces, I'm fucking eating it all up. Yeah. And it's like the dumbest shit. Like, we watched the Cinematic trailer the other day. I'm like, who's Soundquake? And I'm like, God, I can't believe it. <laughs> what the hell is Soundquake? Like, Soundquake is a character that one, the, one of the little boys is excitedly talking about and yeah. passing. He just, oh, okay. And then Soundquake I know he's just like Doomfist. That, that's There's the best Doom everyone. Fist, which Doomfist, his hand is inside Sombra. one of the pillows. Yeah, it's like that I fucking, know the big thing is Sombra these days. I fucking tumbled yeah. down this horseshit rabbit hole. Well, I'm so see, mad. Everyone's freaking out because it looks like the that the forest that Bastion comes from in yeah. that short they put out yeah. this weekend is it looks like the forest that's surrounding Eichenwald. Yeah, yeah, of course so, it is. Which is the new German. It doesn't look like a build the same Aussian fantasy town as in the well, distance. Well, it's weird because like in the distance uh, in, in, in that short is like a bright new futuristic city. That is literally what I just said. But you see that it's in the background of Eichenwald too. Yeah, but it is literally the set of well, I had to look at it like I did like I didn't catch that until a yeah. second viewing. I was sure. like, oh okay, well that does make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It man, so Bastion's poor little PTSD bot. Yeah, it's totally. I mean, they just went to a total Iron Giant place, and to the, yeah. to the point I even saw people, uh, games people on Twitter, like tweeting that like Brad Super Bird, like, did you see this? But yeah, it's yeah. Bastion. And my fucking Bastion's Overwatch. one of my mains, so that made me happy. So oh, you're man, an I don't. over. You're a Bastion ass. Uh, Farah, Bastion, and. Uh, Junkrat are my three oh, yeah, characters. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, just because I'm really good with grenades. Yeah. 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 I, I want to get good at, at... Then maybe we could play together because I want to... Oh, uh, Reinhardt and Bastion is such a fucking killer combo. Oh, yeah. No, that's uh, when uh, I, I played with uh, Daniel. Uh, when we... There's the Pharah map, the Egyptian mm-hmm. map. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, one of the art default things is he just turns into Reinhardt. I just hide behind the shield, and especially mm-hmm. if there's a fair who tries to jump over the archway and just yeah. like, mow her ass down. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good combo. Fucking yeah, you find Overwatch. you find characters that are good combos together. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, fucking Overwatch. It's a cute game. It's not Can't the end of the world. I care about this shit. So 
so it looks like instead of uh, capturing a point and then just uh, 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 manning the payload to the end of the game, you're you, gonna man the payload to the and point. And it has a battery ram into the castle, and then you have to protect the king's Did you skeleton. Know it's probably Reinhardt because it's the right the symbol on the front of the battery and the same as the symbol of Reinhardt's hammer. I fucking hate that <laughs> I care about the poor shit. I do appreciate the fact that Blizzard will put a lot of attention to the detail for the lore, but they don't make it necessary to, like, no. to know the lore and enjoy the game. The game is it canon! It's what? ridiculous! <laughs> I know, that's the thing, though. There's this lore that does, yeah. Oh my god, the statue is moving. Yeah, we're again, we're watching the, the Olympic flame line. I stream. wonder if it gets windy. I wonder if the wind pushes the pieces. It's it's, I mean, I wonder, because I, I bet you the no heat one. is supposed to, I bet you it's yeah. the heat and the wind together. And maybe it don't work do. that well all the time. Okay. It done. You know, it's it only over. moves when the pollution gets really hot. This is great radio, guys. Anyway, yeah. fucking Overwatch. Well, Overwatch is cute. Did you all see the new skins that are coming? Oh, everyone's getting a new Dying. emotes. Everyone gets a laughing emote and They're is sitting, sitting down, emote. hanging out. and uh, like cute as hell. Diva sitting down emote is everyone's freaking out because this is obviously the first time playing playing video games blizzard's playing into the character shit that everyone on tumblr is assigning to the so the first this is the first example of that divas uh they're calling it the gremlin emote even though in the game it's called it's like her legendary emote or whatever but she's drinking mountain dew playing doritos and playing video games it's so good and you showed me a picture of of that somebody had drawn of diva crushing Doritos against the glass. <laughs> against the glasses, Winston. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, God. that's really Yeah, the personalities Tumblr is assigned to these characters God. are fucking hilarious. And like, what, so Mercy's good. the mom, Soldier 76 is like the suffering golf dad. God, it's so good. You, yeah, I, I, I played I played a little, cause, mostly because I was interested in characters that I'd never see anyone playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like I found Zenyatta? Out the, or... Like, I found out I like playing uh, uh, May. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And, um... Man, May. May, mean, Widowmaker, and... Uh, May can be a fucker-upper. Yeah, dude. May can ruin your day. I actually do, I actually the flying do. kneeling guy. Yeah, yeah, I actually do really... He's, he's, pretty, they've, he's pretty great. They've patched him up, so he's actually... He can be pretty offensively, because like, he, uh, he's, he's one of the few characters that just shoots really straight. Yeah. Like, even clear across the map. Yeah. And he can fire super fast. And when the game first launched, he wasn't that powerful. But now they've kind of boosted his power, so he's secretly like a pretty good... He's actually yeah. kind of like a secret sniper. Almost. Yeah, He doesn't yeah. quite zoom in, but he should shoot so if straight. If you play that, with a good Zenyatta player, yeah, they will fuck up your up. day. Yeah, yeah and so. May is, is kind of, like, there's some neat um, blocking that she can do for herself and for, like, you just block someone into a corner with yeah. her. Yeah, and she's one of the characters who can heal herself, too, so, yeah. in a pinch, yeah. so that's kind of nice. So, so if you play really defensively, she's really good, yeah. so. Yeah, no, Overwatch is, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that game grows. But yeah, no, yeah. Overwatch, she's good. Fucking Overwatch. I'm glad you guys are having shit. a good time. You're not, you don't feel obli- obligated to be so super social with it, you're just... Yeah. Doing it at your own time, making mm-hmm. your own kind of game, which is that's I'm only that's like awesome. level twelve or something. I'm pretty. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm... you're still even if you just put in a little more time, you could still level up and still get more junk for yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, you know what? At the at, at the rate you're playing, there's gonna be Halloween skins. So I know. I wonder that. if they're gonna get Christmas into skins. another Tumblr thing, which is Werewolf uh, McCree. I don't yeah. know where that came from. What? I can kind of see. Fine. He's got the shaggy. That can work. Um, oh they, god, they're they gonna make... do all kinds of shit like can that. They turn, yeah. Can they turn Reaper into like the headless horseman? Oh man, that I would be. I wouldn't be surprised. They're probably gonna do something. Mean, they'll probably turn um, fucking Junkrat into an actual scarecrow and all kinds of shit like that. And... Well, actually, Junkrat would be a better headless horseman because you could have the wheel be his head that he throws at people. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, okay, the... can they just can they just put a pumpkin, a lantern? Like oh a yeah, yeah, that would be great. Host. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fucking fucking. Soldier seventy six oh, is just dressed have... like uh, the guy from Fred from uh, Scooby Doo. <laughs> 
Actually, that would be kind of cute. Fred, I mean, the obvious good. things to do, like video game thing to do, like put Mercy in like a nurse's outfit, like mm-hmm. crappy, co- you know, Halloween costume stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. do, do, I don't know. Have a fucking Widowmaker dress like Wednesday Adams or something. Yeah, I want a single Widowmaker skin that I like. Yeah. The only one I like is the one you can only get by pre-ordering. It's the only one I can get. Most of her skins are just color... Well, most of the... Everyone's alternate skins are just color swaps. Then she has like a fucking ballerina with like a Oh, the goth ballerina shit. And then she has her fucking uh, like... uh, Goth. Like goth, um, like but like kind of masculine goth. Mercy's shit. kind of the same thing too, where she has like a devil. Thing. I love her fucking Valkyrie shit though. The Valkyrie, Valkyrie stuff. The, one the yeah. Valkyrie stuff is good. The other one is her one. horns are real good. I don't like any of the rest of the outfit, but I really <laughs> like her horns. It's a really good shape and curvature of her horns. Okay, okay, I like that. But uh, I wish yeah. I had horns. Yeah, be really cool. You won't be able to like, wear a I hat just, anymore. Hang. No, but just like what kind of horns? Like, I don't know. I'd like, hang stuff off of them. So now, like, would I have ram's horns? Would I have, like, long horns? Wouldn't you at that point need the ears to go along like with the little... horns? Otherwise, you'd look a little weird. You know? Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would not. I would have to sleep in the other room. You would. This is true. Why? Wow. If she poke you in the head with the Yeah, head. she would. It would make snuggling a little more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that's how I feel when you kiss me with your hat on. Well, I'm never We've learned do to that navigate again. that. Well, if Foley had horns, then you guys could head bung a head conk every there once in a while. I'm just, I'm just never going to kiss you again. <laughs> there we go. Problem solved. <laughs> Boom. Done. Bill, did you did you do you it? You smell like goat from the neck up. Bill, did you do it? Did you have a Whopperito? I had a Whopperito. You brave, foolish boy. Right. Here's my Whopperito. Yeah, go ahead, Foley. No, no, I'm just I'm listening. Here's my Whopperito burrito. All right. Review. Oh, God. Imagine a hamburger uh-huh. that has some taco seasoning on it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or imagine a burrito uh-huh. that has with a pickles in it. <laughs> <laughs> if either of those sound good to you, eat a Whopperito. Oh. You know what the, the terrible thing is? It is not the worst burrito I've sure, ever had, which yeah. says a lot about the burritos I've That's had in my sad. life. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't that. It tastes, tastes like a Whopper in yeah. a weird form with taco shit. Dust yeah, yeah. Not too much taco seasoning, but yeah. enough that I bit into it. I'm like... Okay, it kind of tastes like a Whopper, but I'm like, oh yeah, they put like taco shit, which makes sense. It's a yeah. burrito, but like, I mean, I don't you know. can make it? taco burgers; it would actually be well, pretty no, good. Not, that's the funny thing is a lot of burritos oh don't necessarily God. just yeah. have like it, it tastes like McCormick, like off the shelf yeah, taco yeah, seasoning. Yeah. A lot of burritos, no, like Mexican made burritos, don't necessarily have that flavor. No, you in just it. do you do like sour cream and like and and and, and tomatoes. No, 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 on top. And yeah. you like you just take the ground beef and you use tacos. Well, seasoning. if you think about it, burrito, I mean it's 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 it's, it's and like I'm salsa. Thinking, I'm thinking more of a a good sirloin burger uh-huh. with um uh, shredded uh, uh jack cheese uh-huh. in it, uh-huh. salsa used as the liquid oh, to, to bind it. Uh-huh, okay, so uh-huh. you do, but you get like a really You're just spicy talking about salsa. basic burrito right there. And then and then and then you put that baby into patties. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so making you like a burrito burger. Yeah, avocado. I'd go. I'd go like avocado. avocado be good. Yeah. And um. And hungry. What I didn't realize <laughs> is, for me, part of my basic, like part of the basic Whopper taste experience is mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. They don't have mayonnaise in the Whopper because yeah. that'd be, f- or in, in the Whopperito because a burrito with mayonnaise would be yeah, fucking be nasty. Even though you put well, sour cream is kind of like a similar so it's, thing. It's weird to me but, because is it not like it, it sounds like a a Whopper wrap? Yeah, like yeah. that's that's, that's really all it, it is. Like. Yeah. And, then you can put mayo in it. There's nothing wrong with putting There's nothing mayo. wrong with it. It sounds like uh, just it's conceptually. I mean, like... they make like chicken Caesar wraps that are really good. That <sighs> yeah. Have, you know, it's I wonder like... if your favorite pizza is a taco pizza, so I can't complain too much. Yeah. But yeah. So it wasn't 
the end of the world. It's just uh, dumb as so shit. So, yeah. mac, mac and Cheeto. I, unfortunately, uh-huh. I think they've suspended the Mac and Cheetos Because it's terrifying? So you can't have garbage on top of garbage. You can't yeah. get a mac and, mac and Cheetos and the Waparito at the same time. But yeah, mac and, the Mac and Cheeto shit was nasty. It yeah. was eating cold cat turds. Whopper, it's just weird. Whopper, it's just weird, but not terrible. It's it's a it, yeah. We 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 went to um, Burger King, but only so we're getting last minute dinner, and uh, and I had a weird interaction with the dude at the window because all I wanted to know was if they had frozen lemonade again. Oh, last, last last summer they had oh, fucking really nice. they had like fucking, crushed lemonade. No, just like frozen lemonade, like it came out of their like like um uh, icy machines. Oh yeah, like that. But it had this like excellent tartness to it, and it was like perfect. I had it once. Did you know? And what, then they was discontinued it, like, it because it shifted into fall, and they're like, it was oh, only yeah. a summer drink. I'm like, ah. Did they never bring it back then? No. The guy was like. Do you remember what brand it was? Was it like Minute No, Maid? it was just it was just a Burger King thing. Oh, okay, because they you... also did they also did a an orange one as oh, well. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, Burger King. Because say if you know if, like what company had produced the the, the drink, then at least Burger maybe King. you know to get like like a Minute Maid Capri Sun and put it in the freezer. Maybe be a close approximation of it. Crushing Man, my, my dreams. My work uh, picnic was last night. And it was really great. We had a lot of fun. My boss, because there were a lot of everybody brought their kids. Oh. I'm the only person on our team that doesn't have children. God, thank you. We're just making angry Muppet face at. Everybody? No, so they brought. They had two coolers. They had one with beer, and the other one had oh. had water and Capri Suns. I haven't had Capri Suns since I was a kid. Yeah, some good shit. Uh, I had grocery delivery a couple uh, weeks ago to the house, and one of the things that like in order to get free grocery delivery, I just had to like pay an extra two dollars for mm-hmm. like Capri Suns. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like, which negated right. the fact it was like a six dollar grocery f- uh, yeah. delivery free. So it's technically I got four dollars off by buying Capri Suns. Sure. Mm-hmm. I haven't forever. Well, I haven't actually had a normal one yet. I threw them all in the freezer. Yeah. And I crush them up, and you kind of make your own little thing like that. Yeah, slushy. But isn't it? That's pretty. That's kind of what I was thinking about. If you can figure out, like, if you got like the minimated, like the lemonade version of Capri Sun, and you kind of, it's gotta be... be. It was super, super, super tart. Yeah. Like, that's the thing when you there's a specific make of the lemonade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like it was like fucking sour patch kid tart. Like it was so good. What you do is buy a pack of I'm spitting all over the place. Buy a pack of uh uh buy a pack of uh sour patch, uh, sour patch kids. kids, take the sour dust. So like so like shake it, it real hard. Shake yeah, it real hard. Or scrape it off the candy. No, there's always like a quarter inch of it. There the always is at the bottom. Like you can lick your fingers and then like dip yeah, it in the, the stuff. Yeah, and the inside of your mouth like starts to bleed. So it's, you know that's when you know you've done it right. Well, how was how was your Capri Sun last night, Andy? It was delicious. It was what good. flavor? It was a it was a like a, a punch. Yeah, like it was, sort of thing. Yeah. Fruit punch. That's the flavor I got mm-hmm, with mm-hmm, the Capri Sun. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I had a weird flashback the moment I started drinking it. To I think the last time I've had like a fruit punch. Capri Sun was the back when I lived in Pittsburgh when I was a kid, like going to the local amusement park. Yeah. So it was a sudden f- summer yeah. flashback to being like it, like fifteen. Bill, I'm pretty sure I know the last time you had a Capri Sun. It was oh, on Mount Saint Helens. It, Mount Saint Helens. When you had your first. I don't know if it was fruit punch. Uh, it fruit probably punch flavor. That yeah. thing was specifically the fruit punch flavor. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that may have been like a strawberry or cherry drink or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah. that was probably the last time I've actually had a Capri Sun. Though, yep. Which was the first time I had a Lunchables, which yep. means I need to eat more Lunchables in my life. No, you really don't, dude. I'm just saying. I love that Lunchables come with a whole drink that technically it's like an MRE for idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Military ration. Yeah. I like, I like that they've changed the, 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 like, if you go back to past you and you stay in the future as you're holding this Capri Sun and you're gently drinking it and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the future, <laughs> in the future, baby Annie, they will use this technology for applesauce, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Is that what? how much they have?" Like the yeah, they're, they're, they're like crushers. Makes, I'm kind of surprised more food isn't just in Capri Sun pack. Yeah, you know, like, technically meat. 
Oh, that's just, a harder sell, You have, like, Bill. mashed bacon that's and, a like, a oil squeezable. Sell, it's actually oh. just a toothpaste tube at that true, point. True, 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 but... Yeah. Oh. Hey, Bill, tell me about literally anything else in your show notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rather God. than bacon paste. Oh, oh, I'm <laughs> I was hanging out with we, Dylan and I where we were working on Friday and I don't, we started talking about Maniac Mansion and video games and stuff like that. She asked me if I've never heard of something called Gan Wilson's The Ultimate Haunted House. Mm-hmm. I had never heard about this. Fully had never heard about this. Mm-mm. Annie, you said you had seen something about this back when, in the day? Uh, my dad and I would go to Fry's every once in a while as like a bonding thing because we were dorks and uh, there was one <laughs> yeah. of the PCs in the entryway had that on it and I would play it while waiting for my dad to finish Okay, it. so you're at least one person I know who's actually even heard about this yeah, game That's how before. I played that game and the seventh guest. Yeah. Well, this is like another game that's kind of Maniac Mansion style a little bit. Like little like Maniac Mansion for little kids where you're walking around a haunted house and there's all kinds of crazy shit and voices and monsters that you could talk to and It's more comparable too. to something like The Seventh Guest, where it's like a series See, of I've never actually played more the seventh guest. slideshows of basic like puzzle puzzles. In yeah, the not like rather talking to people, personalities, and narrative-based, inventory-based. Yeah, so, but it's so just much. like the artwork. I guess the, it was, again, Wilson was a cartoonist for The New Yorker, and I guess he, he was kind of like the modern-day Charles Adams, where he like he did a lot of ghoulish stuff, and so he'd like, looks like this whole game was drawn in like MS Paint. Very sloppily with aesthetic. a mouse. I love that aesthetic. I want that to come back. I know it must be yeah. hard. You'd have to figure out some sort of, you probably have to do it vector-based and figure out some sort of, like, rendering process to get all sorts of different resolutions, right? But uh, yeah. it would be, I love that aesthetic. I love the doodled and paint aesthetic. That's why it, whenever I have, like, 15 minutes of work and I'm like, I should do something to clear my brain, I'll do a Microsoft Paint doodle. Oh, they still have Microsoft Paint? Love. Oh, yeah. yeah. Has so it gotten I any use, better or does it still I look use, like Microsoft Paint? It, it's still, I mean, it, it's better, but it's it's still Microsoft Paint. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's now anti-aliasing, so it's no, a new, that's I know, the whole kind point, of yeah. Um, but uh, there's a an app, a free app called Paint.net that is literally pretty much Microsoft Paint with layers, which is perfect. That's Does it have like three fonts world. from like 1989? <laughs> pretty much. Oh, that sounds really awesome. But anyway, it fucking Aww. makes me so happy. I want, I want to play. I would hmm, now. I want to make Foley. We should make a romance novel with that aesthetic. With oh, like a visual novel that drawn in MS Paint with a mouse, yeah. So it's like kind of melty looking people, oh. <laughs> like kind of hugging oh. and stuff. So good. Oh, oh my god, the statue. Always distracted by the Olympic flame. It Maybe looks like turn it's this off. This no, is not I'm getting... radio. I'm hitting... So it looks like it's getting windier. So the camera shaking and the kinetic sculpture that's attached to the Olympic flame is yeah, it is definitely getting windy. Is is kind of oh. freaking out a little bit more. The sculpture goes. Uh, oh yeah, now it's slowing down. It, it kind of look at that sphincter expand and contract. It yeah. is kind of imagine if her butthole did do that. Well, it's technically like more or less the same shape of rotating. So yeah, kind of. It's neat looking. This is terrible. It looks like the mouth in that la- in the spore monster factory. <gasps> Yay! Oh, okay. I I forgot to finish that too. That Are there multiple funny. episodes? Uh, uh, there there will yet. be, but they've only started one. Anyway, <sighs> so uh, Bill, tell me about the profit. So, okay, so I was watching the Olympics on PlayStation uh-huh. View. I was watching on MSNBC. Uh-huh. They were like, I think that was the one with the dressage stuff. Yeah. Which yeah, the yeah. dressage? Okay, so there's the horse stuff where they have to gallop over the things, which is the not jumps. dressage. You can tell because the, the athletic stuff is when the riders have to wear a little helmet. Dressage is when they just prance. It's horse dancing. And so they have little top hats on because you don't have to worry about the, the, the drivers falling off. Wow. The horse drivers. Wow. And so anyway, that ended. And I wasn't paying attention, but like the MS, NBC's their yeah. normal shit reiterated, started firing up, and it started the show called The Prophet. This you shit, have seen many commercials for it. This shit gave me hives. I saw <laughs> two episodes. <laughs> so The Prophet is all about this rich Jewy kind of guy. 
which I not to be all fucking stereotypical, but this guy acts like the most shamoikal kind of like, hey, I got lots of money. I, he even he even brags about the fact I'm a Jew from New York. I got I know how to do things. God. But anyway, so his whole thing is like he goes to mom and pop businesses that are failing and tries to fix them. And of course, I, again, I've only seen two episodes. I can't tell if I just picked really two like hive inducing episodes. But of course, the people he picks to help are really set in their ways and are of terrible course, yeah. at marketing themselves right. and it's it's not it's, it's it's not even a businessman show as much as him just like trying to fix the personalities of the people running these businesses the first episode i saw was this guy he's trying to fix this business it's this guy uh, he has a family business mm-hmm. i guess his dad invented miniature baseball bats that you sell as souvenirs. Yes, okay. I know exactly stadiums. what you're talking about. Yeah. And this guy, he claims to be the world's invent, like his family invented the idea of miniature baseball bats and the foremost seller of, of baseball bats. Except now that Louisville sluggers have gotten into the miniature baseball bat game Uh-oh. and are threatening to drive them out of business. And his entire business, it's built entirely on baseball bats. He has a bunch of uh, Amish people making the bats for them. And see, he said he like he has like four like little HP printers in an mm-hmm. office, like printing the labels on. Oh my mm-hmm. god! It's it's in this factory, but like the the part that actually makes his bats is like literally just yeah. an office with four printers just making yeah. the labels, and he just glues them onto these baseball bats and mails them out. <gasps> and of course, like who wants this shit? And especially with sports, like not being less and less popular all the time. So his this dude's a business failing, but he has a couple kids mm-hmm. uh, that have joined the business, and they're both like, "We got to do something that's not baseball bats. We got to do something like even if it's like goofy furniture or other sports stuff that's not just miniature baseball bats." And this guy, the the guy who runs the business, he means well, but he's so set in his ways, and he's so obviously scared at anyone even mentioning anything doing anything but miniature baseball bats, the most niche thing in the world. Oh. He's like, you can see him going vibrating of like that's freaking me out and so the guy has to come and be like okay you know what your kids are absolutely correct you can keep on making the miniature baseball yeah. bats we're not saying you, you can't need to diversify your but portfolio why not make a stool out of the baseball bats oh yeah or do this yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. funny to see this guy like in order not to freak this guy out he's like well we'll we'll, we'll expand the business well no it makes it you're building on what you're good at yeah and but because at first he comes in and says well we need you should be making ashtrays and stuff like that or something like that you know anything you know with a, a baseball bats a, a, you know anything that's not just baseball bats you need to grow the business and yeah the guy's freaking out so but that's when he has to come back and be like okay well what if we just make stuff out of baseball bats if it makes you feel better and that actually does well enough that he starts conceding to like stuff that's not baseball bat oriented <laughs> and it's just there's only like half an hour of stuff but just like as a quote-unquote small businessman myself just giving me hives about how yeah it sounds like it made me feel better about how i manage my business my my, my quote-unquote business but like seeing the personalities of other people who try to also have their own homemade businesses yeah. are just like yeah. oh my god well it's... usually people who get into business it's because they're good at a thing yeah but a business is so much more than that just one thing well especially someone like this who inherited the business from yeah. a, a parents and yeah. so this is all they've known their entire their lives yeah yeah and they don't literally don't know anything else yeah. and so even changing a business in the smallest of ways of like okay take your baseball bats and we'll just turn them into stools. And that's, like, mind-blowing. Like, yep. oh, my God, I don't yep. know if the world can take this kind of mentality. But, yeah, that's the profit. I, Man, even I, that, that's really difficult, though, because you have to do weight testing, and then you have to figure out packaging standards. That, well, that's why he was kicking shit. back. And he's like, like, it's a whole other world. And, like, the guy's kickback about that is, like, well, what about baseball bats? It might confuse people if we suddenly have baseball bat furniture because of how, like, every excuse he has, yeah. he's coming up with, like, as to well, why no, you no, should no, those are, I'm not saying, those are actual, well, like, those are actual reasons, like, furniture, yeah. furniture stuff has 
is up subject to a whole world of testing and a litigation. Bat, a baseball bat doesn't have to support a body. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Anyway, well, the I mean, not in a classic, traditional, like acceptable on television sort of way. <laughs> well, the interesting. <laughs> Uh, Foley, don't talk about my fetish. Y'all went there with me eventually. (laughs) I can see that. Okay, okay, all right. Maybe maybe the first time in this podcast that you went to the filth place that Bill and I didn't go to. I'm so proud of it. Especially miniature baseball bats. because I'm watching that. And miniature baseball baseball bats are much more manageable. I mean, I've seen those. That ain't nothing. I worked at a sex shop. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like a Sharpie. You're used to this kind of shit. It's like a Sharpie with. I think if you're making a stool out of it, it's bigger than a Sharpie. Well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. It's a very tiny stool for Barbies. So it's a real so one each business to another. I like that idea. So you're saying that a Sharpie is the baseball bat for Barbies? Yeah. The anal baseball bat? Well, or the anyway, whatever. hey guys, what Bill, tell me well, about... The, so anyway, the, the last thing I have to say about the profit is the interesting part is, I don't know why I'm talking about this so much, but aside from emotionally, that was the emotional highlight of this week was watching mm-hmm. that show Wishing I Was Dead. Because <laughs> I don't watch a lot of reality TV. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing, because uh, like, even then... Like, even, the, even from the commercials I've seen about that show, his thought process is just like, there was part of me that's like, so is that... Like, there was part of me that genuinely thought after watching, like, that I've seen, like, three or four of the commercials, and it and it goes over, like, all of these, the way his brain works. And yeah. I'm like, is that what it takes to be successful nowadays? And do you want to do that? Like, yeah. I was like, because I don't want to think like that. Yeah. Being completely analytical all the time, like, and just kind of, like, boiling everything. And then everything. executing all those I'm analytics. bad enough in that, in that I tend to, I tend to go a very deductive route with things, yeah. and, like, try to, try to solve things that I, I don't need to. Yeah. Like, I didn't need to get obsessed with, with the whole, like, swimmers probably peeing behind a building and getting <laughs> a distorted thing and something like that. But God. Annie can tell you that I got very excited before bed lots of times going, I bet! And There's a like, new clue that's arrived and this means blah blah blah. Like, alright Sherlock, You're gonna calm head down. Out and personally arrest Ryan Lochte. Yeah, well, he boy needs it. But anyway, yeah, so that dude is like I like, was like this far away from, shh, let me swipe your face and then chloroforming her with a rat. Ryan Lochte just needs to finish middle school. <laughs> I think it's even more basic remedial. Oh, but anyway, oh but they, they interesting thing about the profit is eventually at least in the two episodes i saw he offers to actually invest in the company to fix the problems that yeah, are wrong, it that, usually takes investment but yeah. that's great because that opens him the leeway where he can say okay well now that i'm an investor i'm part I owner have, of this company yeah, you now have. i really get to make the choices yeah and then, and then i and think it depends on how much he invests that's the, the company, thing like, and, and there's an interesting part where he gets to negotiate with the person say oh i whatever money whatever debt you have i can erase that but you gotta like this. How much of the company you're giving me, yeah. and this is the control I get. And seeing people wrestle with that too is just yeah. again more hive-inducing because like yeah. you can see these people are like oh, this money that will save my it's future, chance, but, but they're giving up a part of this company yeah. that they're like, yeah. get, like and, and part of the control. And a lot of these exactly. people are con- weird control freaks. Yeah. Well, and even beyond like, that, it's oh. like going from like going from being a true sales proprietor to not. Yeah, that's and that's huge. that's a huge shift. Yeah. That's seismic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, and it's really and it can be for the best. It can also be for the worst. Yeah. It's really side really interesting going having having experience going from being yeah. a, a, a sole proprietorship yeah, yeah. and an independently run business to being a corporately run business yeah, it's in, in, in our work world. See, I want to marry it's... this with like anyone who like from the Great British Bake Off decides that they're going to start their own bakery this guy shows up <laughs> to save any of them they may be failing. Like just like, this could be the sequel series the Bakery British Bake Off. But anyway, well, that's like, the I profit. think about that all the time whenever I look into tattooing because most tattoo artists are terrible business people. Yeah, because which, yeah. You're, good at, you're good at this particular type of art 
And this, fortunately, it's in demand enough that if you're skilled enough, it doesn't matter if you're shitty at scheduling and you're yeah. shitty at yeah. bookkeeping and you're shitty at all this. You're shitty at customer service. Well, that's service. like me. I'm yeah. terrible at customer service and stuff. Even though mm-hmm. I'm a small businessman, I'm good at drawing, but that's something I'm actually really good at. Yeah. Bill, and... Bill, I want you to let me handle your marketing and business like, yeah. a little bit. Seriously, okay. we need to talk about this sometime. Because I think about that all the time. Bill has once or twice shown me these spreadsheets that he's working with with printers and stuff, and I just like get horny just looking at them. I'm like, let me fix your well, spreadsheet. Well, I'm not doing just a uh, new studio Ghibli friends, so this is a good time to jump in, but yeah. Well, we're going to talk about this after this. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, no, fucking, yeah, we saw a lot of commercials for the profit, and it just gave me consciousness rising headaches. Yeah. I never even heard about that until it just happened to show I, I mean, up right I after. I hadn't either. It's the only reason we did was because parts of the Olympics were on MSNBC, and yeah. we're, that's weird stuff that we were watching. Because well, the thing that's interesting about being in businesses and having served different roles in different businesses is you see people who are genuinely good at aspects of their job versus people who have developed momentum and that momentum keeps them going but they yeah. don't change or shift and they're, they're not, not thinking flexible. about how yeah or it's not even about improvement it's about surviving from moment to moment yeah. and that's how most of us function in in our in our jobs it's not necessarily about making things better it's about just getting through the things you need to get to do yeah. and uh it drives me crazy but sometimes that's how you have to operate and the tricky thing is when we operate like that all the time it just burns you out destroys you mm-hmm takes all the pleasure and delight out of everything because you're always putting out fires all the time. Like, my my, my job is, like, 25% fire-based and the otherwise... But I'm very fortunate that my team is all about processes and making things better. What would you and say my our, job is? Your job is all fires all the time. You're the this-is-fine dog. <laughs> that's Aww. you. Just surrounded by flames. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just realized how funny it is that, of course, I, like... They would the dressage stuff would be on MSNBC because that's the rich people's channel. <laughs> you're being followed by the profit you're stuff. Not, yeah. You're not wrong. Have you been like okay? So like uh, Bravo, um, which yeah. is also owned by Comcast and NBC, yeah. was doing was the place that you went to see um, tennis, tennis and golf. Yeah. What does Bravo show the rest of the time? I mean, Bravo is like an arts network. Oh, okay, and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. But still, I mean, it's like it's it's a little bit more highbrow. That's all that they they put stuck tennis and golf on yep. Bravo. Yeah. And and then USA was all the almost all the soccer preliminary matches went on Univision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that totally it's, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it's just fascinating. All the judo was on El Rey. <laughs> they actually let people wear the Man, masks. I wish. And everything. I yeah. wish. I hated. I Man. hated going to a thing and seeing a description and being like, oh, "Fuck, you know, weightlifting. I want to see that." And clicking to it, and it was like, the the, the where you had to look at where the fucking comma was, and then what time of day it was. <laughs> yeah, was weightlifting. I missed it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's Man. a nice thing. Supposedly, with this NBC app on the Apple TV, man, we sound like fucking shills. But supposedly, it's, over, it's so... caching everything, so you can go back and rewatch that would be, it. That would be really nice. I don't know if you sign up for it now, if all that stuff will still be available, or how know. much of that stuff will be available. But because, I don't know. Because but... the one thing, so like, I was I was watching a large portion of of stuff on my phone, mm-hmm. and I was really like, I'm like, it's nice that I can do that. It's nice that I can that I can see that. But man, I do not want to be watching the fucking Olympics on a three and a half inch screen. Yeah. Man, it's funny that you mentioned that. Because right before we started recording, NBC came out and started talking about today. They announced that they, uh, they suffered a twenty percent drop in viewership in the Olympics. It's I'm the first not time shocked. I, it's the first time the Olympics have had a uh, drop from the previous Olympics yeah. uh, airing on TV, and it drove me nuts because they got the head of NBC now talking about he's blaming the fact they put so much content on mobile devices Bullshit. and other channels, and he's 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 blaming the drop on millennials. Bullshit. Millennials don't like sports, and B because supposedly because they were chasing the millennials by putting all this content on other platforms that isn't just 
the the one single NBC network that you, they they diluted the brand and no one's watching. Because you want to you want to know you want to know what actually diluted the fucking Olympics is getting the asinine commentators that yeah, they had. Yeah, Bob yeah. fucking Costas needs to retire. Mm-hmm. The man makes me sad every time I see his I don't face. Know, he looks like a melting robot now. The Mer- see that's the only like, problem. And then with fucking him, but... like Meredith Vieira and and the, the other Hoda from fucking yeah from the fucking the with Today Kathy Show, Lee or yeah, the Kathy Today Lee, Show or whatever. Just... The fu- do not make a joke. Do not, do not, do not talk. They did this on um, this week. What is it? Yeah, this last week? week tonight with John Oliver did a thing in the opening ceremonies, the Olympics, and yeah, he has a whole section that's just about fucking. It's, but it is literally. It's the, coverage designed for old people. It's yeah, coverage yeah. designed for old people. There's absolutely no reason why that that young people have to watch because it's fucking boring. You take something that's enormously exciting and yeah. can be enormously emotionally affecting, yeah. and you just gloss over and dumb it down and to be fair when the most interesting thing that i can turn on and look at on 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 like primetime television is ryan fucking seacrest yeah you are every do- fucking you night. are doing yeah. your goddamn you're doing a disservice and you're doing it wrong yeah and it's it's the That's... most exciting thing about this olympics for me and i know this is not true for everybody for me was Leslie Jones. Yeah, yeah. Was Leslie Jones going down there, having a good time, hanging out with Mary Carrillo, fucking enjoying herself, and actually connecting with the athletes. Yeah. I have a strong feeling that if they had actually allowed her to interview athletes coming off of their wins on yeah. a 10 second delay on but yeah but still but that would be interesting that would yeah. that would be interesting that's yeah and i have watched probably a good 60 hours of content i hate saying the word fucking content but, but like no that's what it, yeah I it's it. because just because it's like it's not even necessarily live footage but it's like retrospectives and stuff like that all yeah. throughout the last two weeks and i've not seen anything i've not e- I, if if i weren't like watching the internet i wouldn't even know leslie jones went down there yeah or anything else interesting was happening yeah and it's just yeah and, and it just drives me nuts this morning for them coming out and blaming uh, it's it's young people and it's because Bullshit. we tried to make this too accessible to young people and not addressing the fact that it's, like what the major complaint from young people is a hey, well they're just not watching because that is boring but then when they do watch it's fucking condescending shit from like yeah fucking terrible uh hosts and shit yeah it's just oh my god you guys are totally getting it backwards yeah as to what yeah it's just uh... and also and also your 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 app crashes constantly yeah everything's your... on the delay even though there's no reason half of this stuff that's be correct because we're uh, practically in the same time zone as, as brazil there's yeah it's it's a whole there's there's shit. a lot of other stuff and, and, and very little of it has to do with <laughs> Very little of it has to do with the age of the person watching. It's yeah. that it's that the people producing it are very out of, for the most part, very out of touch with what anyone's actually interested in. Yeah. And so hearing them threaten to, th- to threaten to shrink everything back down to just being the the, the main live NBC or the main but NBC main broadcast, live jingoistic, Costas and but all like, that shit again. I just like that means fewer sports. Yeah. Well, that's see. what I'm saying. And that, like, like if, anything, if I had wanted to, even having cable, I couldn't watch trampoline. If anything, if you have to have Costas and all the old fucking old people shit on NBC. So you have the, it's the old old people's version of the Olympics. You make the everything else on the so on the social platforms. You make the Olympics available to shit that's not necessarily make it so you don't even need a cable subscription. Yeah, and you just you, that's when you show everything and make a party out of the fact that here's the world, here's all kinds yeah. of crazy shit. It's just yeah, just well, invite and, young people to check out all the the, the variety of people and body yeah. types and everything and like that. And, and then just, it's and then you make a party out of it. Yeah, but, and then it's really interesting because one of the other things that they that they did was they like gave a camera and. A a tour um, thing to uh, Johnny Ware and Tara Lipinski. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't believe they're not like I can't half they, the. Like I can't believe they did that. But in in some respects, but it's so token because. 
they weren't really anywhere else. Like yeah. they didn't they didn't give them a lot of ability to actually like cover the Olympics or or be um uh fucking what's the word correspondence or anything yeah. like that, which would have been great because they're they are of a good age and have and they're both competitors and they have like I uh, like that gym- gymnastics the one of the main commentators and one of the reasons that it was actually fun to listen to some of the gymnastics commentating was because Nastia Lukin was actually was that the female um, okay yeah she's one she, of the one she she was a um, gymnast I think um, eight years back she's like young she's because amazing. she said something about how she is the same age as one of the daughters of the oh she's like the same age as there was the 41 year old yeah Lady, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm the same age as her, her daughter. As, yeah, her daughter. And like, yeah. the, even the male commentator turned on and said, "Really, you're that young?" And she's like, well, "What can I do? You yeah. know, I'm not that old yet." And so that was a great interaction. Like, she's like really young and, and of relative to that generation. She's she can speak kind of firsthand knowledge of that. It's not some fucking she also, old lady who doesn't even know anything about this. Who's there just to make jokes and shit like yeah, that? It's yeah. just yeah. And know. and she also like it was also interesting from a competitor standpoint of being someone who she goes, "Well, we don't." really want to guess i didn't see a lot of errors but the judges are a lot closer than i am yeah. and just being a lot more fair about about the the type of commentating that she's doing mm. and and it I, I feel like it's just better and different you know and it's like they didn't do a lot of that yeah. and and there's plenty of opportunity God, some of the commentating... you have to fill up so much airtime over the course of two weeks you have so much time to experiment with the stuff if you want to and they don't that's just... yeah Pooty time. Yeah. Your time. your old thing doesn't work and just trying to build an app that was like that's really hard to navigate. Yeah. Really hard to find any content that's actually like interesting to watch. I did, and like I said last time, watched I was interested in the men's gymnastics because yeah. we don't normally see it because men's gymnastics the program is not as good, if... so they don't show it. Yeah. I wanted to see it. They were doing like pommel horse and vault, and I literally turned to it and for like five or ten minutes it was just a camera focused on the pommel horse yeah rather than cutting back on all the off network stuff they need to centralize it make it very easy to find everything yeah uh and just make it more easily available to everybody and people will come and watch that shit that's all they need to do and now they're talking about cutting that stuff and i'm like no that's the total opposite you need more of that stuff you need to make it more easily available and just centralize it so it's easily everything's easily discoverable and that's half your battle right there i mean i swear to god if they would this would not work on anyone with me but i would pay like 20 bucks for complete access to the olympics yeah like if you want to do just like everything live you can see i mean that's the problem i guess with like they have deals with cable providers where maybe makes that hard but do try to do something at least at least yeah. you know even if they pay out the little bit extra just to get extra i don't know it's just yeah i don't know i'm 2020 olympics you could just have like anime commentators come on man you could do something <laughs> we got all kinds of ideas hey bill <sighs> tell me about back to the future 2's terrible acting man my randomly my housemates and i we decided to watch all three back to the future movies back to back to back over, over the last couple of days i don't know how bad the acting of back to the future is mm-hmm. back to the future part two is because we were just joking about how, yeah, the first movie, everyone's just, like, playing parts and stuff like that. But, like, Okay, the... I swear to God, the first movie is the past. The third movie is Cowboys. 1955. The, 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 is the, the, the second, second movie, movie the, the future? future? Yeah. Okay. For the okay. first, like, third of the movie, the first, like, 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah, and everyone's just... We were laughing how everyone has... To, it seems to have gotten the same piece of direction, which is just a sound like this, because I'm old. Everyone sounds like Winona Ryder in Star Trek, which is like, Spock. And, like... Even Michael J. Fox pretending to play his own daughter is just like, ah, da, da, da. everyone 
just, it just, we just, I, first time I ever noticed how, just how bad the acting in that movie is. Yeah. I mean, the makeup's not really good either, but whatever notes they got in terms of like playing alternate versions of themselves or future versions of themselves, old versions of themselves, yeah. it just looked very simplistic and yeah. stuff like that. I just want to throw it out there. It's kind of funny. I really did not do that much this week, so I, that's why I threw a bunch of very hey, tiny things in the show notes. My notes are empty, Bill. You'll notice. I oh, literally no. watched the Olympics and played Overwatch. And then I watched Transformers, the movie for Tart of the Party podcast. Have you guys ever seen Transformers the movie? Fuck no. I thought I was hoping you guys had an in-depth commentary on Transformers the movie. No. All I know is that Orson Welles voices the intro? Yeah, and it's the last thing he ever did. He That's plays a giant planet-eating planet. Actually, he is a planet, just eats other planets. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's a robot that turns into a giant robot that eats, still eats other planets. It's the last thing he ever did! And his head gets blown off at the end. <laughs> And it orbits another planet. It's very silly. And uh, the other thing I did, me and Daniel had a huge argument. I want to do this movie called In the Mood for Love for Tire the Party Podcast, but it's, okay. a, it's a romance movie. And he don't like romance movies. But I watched it. It's actually pretty good. It's, 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 it's about two Hong Kong people in 1962. They have their neighbors and they live in this. He made you watch this? No. Well, he, I made myself watch it. I want to make, I don't want to do it for Tire the Party Podcast, but he uh-huh. saw the trailer and he thinks it's boring because it's about love. And I'm like, love about we don't always have to just talk about transformers in the movie Aww. but i just want to talk about in the mood for love because still not quite sure if we're going to cover this on on someone, of the party uh, someone else this week was talking about how good that movie is really like i i, I jump on the i don't know i may have muted gainer why what go, happened well i'm i'm taking a break from main twitter and i go on to it every once in a while but my oh, you're is, on weird you twitter talk, now no if you no, talk no. about trump i mute you yeah okay because i can't handle it like i haven't really been on twitter for like I, a I month understand. and a half if you talk about trump i mute you i just can't handle it and uh, someone else was tweeting about in the move for love like one of the random times have I you ever heard in. about that before yeah, because I only heard about it recently. There's uh, Tony Zhao. He does the Every Frame of Painting YouTube mm-hmm. series about movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he has an episode about editing that he spends a lot of time talking about in the mood for love. And I thought the premise sounded interesting. Two people who move into next and uh, in, in uh, next to each other in a oh, yeah crowded apartment complex. Yeah, uh, turns out uh, both of their um, spouses are cheating on them, mm. and these two people who's you know they're, they're kind of left to their own vices because. I didn't realize their spouses are cheating on them with each other. Oh, Which yeah, I saw them yeah. and was like, fuck that shit! <laughs> and, they're, and their cheating spouses are doing a terrible job covering it up, so everyone kind of mm. knows they're cheating, and so yeah. it kind of leaves these two people yeah, kind of like, well, what the fuck? hidden open thing. But yeah. then they start falling in love, too. Yeah. But then they, the interesting thing about the movie is that they they refuse to succumb to their emotions Aww. because they don't want to be as bad as their, 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 their spouses. So, so it's, it's not, this whole kind of... The, the predecessor to wife swap is what yeah, you like, like there's no heavy love making or anything mm-hmm. like that it's all this very reserved thing about these two people are better than their own spouses falling more deeply in love with themselves than their spouse even fall in love with it because their spouses are just fucking yeah and it's yeah. just kind of like meaningless and bullshit but they're huh. it's, it's a little ridiculous because it well, is like yeah. our love is so much more pure than that yeah, sure. not that they ever say that but it's, that's kind of like yeah. the tone it's of the implied. film I mean romance movies are by their definition heightened yeah and, and these like... people who deserve each other even more than the other yeah, people yeah. they're fucking but they refuse to like dirty themselves and yeah. like it's not quite as haughty yeah. as as that sounds but it. they're trying to be more reserved but it's it's only 90 minute film and yeah. it's like great period piece um the two stars are Maggie Chung and Tony oh. Lung yeah. uh they were yeah. uh, in uh, Hero and a whole bunch of other stuff yeah. Maggie Chung is hot as false she's wearing these great she's super oh my god she's just I'm, yeah. i hate to be that white guy no, who she's, like gets a boner for a hot asian ladies but you don't you don't have to do that you can just she's gorgeous she's but yeah woman. her hair and makeup is fantastic she's wearing these very reserved dresses with like these high collars yeah. that kind of make her like 
very kind of like, but she, like, it's obviously playing the thing where she's trying to be very kind of reserved, but yeah, also like she's contained. in love with this writer who lives next door to her. Yeah. And it's like, it's very kind of, it's a cute movie, and oh, but very man. slow and reserved. And it's just, it's just the definition of a slow burn romance yeah. movie. So, which is funny because like, yeah, I'm doing this for this podcast where my previous movie is Transformers the movie. And go from that to this. <laughs> so I'm trying to get yeah. to my podcast. Post yeah. co-host, like, can That's we do adorable. this too? And I'll, I'll well, Bill, see if I thank you for that. mentioning period romance because it reminded me of, of, of new, another movie I watched. Yeah, look at that. I, I um, figured you guys would at least appreciate the movie. I was homesick on Monday, and um, I spent that time. I was like, oh, look at movies on Hulu. The first movie I watched was a documentary, not a period romance. It was a documentary in the history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> which I was kind what? of intrigued by because. Wow. Awesome. Super high class of bullshit on this podcast. Well, I was intrigued by it because there have been so many iterations, and but it was like the is it worst out of the shell tour. Is it actually? It does in talk universe? about that. Did you know? Is it hosted by the turtles? Did you know little... that Michael Ian Black and what's his name Ben <laughs> Garrett or whatever his name is the From two the state? Yeah, they they <laughs> dropped out of school to do to tour in the out of your shell tour. What? That was their first experience were with they show just business. Doing the voices or were they in they the were suits? in the suits. They were not even what? the glamour stuff. It's kind of worth watching just for that. It was really you good. You know, Maria Bamford played Casey Jones for two seasons of that. <laughs> she toured all around the anyway, country with Anyway, it them. was awful because it was just these middle-aged white dudes talking with great gravity about the Ninja Turtles. Which, Though, yeah, I will no. tell you, the section about the movie was kind of interesting because... The um, first live-action movie? Yeah, the yeah. first live But it's like everything else that just kind of glaze over. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm that first live-action movie is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was interesting because they talk about how it was made and why they went that route. And it was actually kind Jim of Jim Henson was in each of the suits. They did a lot of split screen. Exactly. But um, the movie I watched after that was I went and looking in the God bless me the 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 LB LGBT channel of movies on in Hulu, there yeah. and you know it's like as a gay person you watch most gay movies and it's like there are good movies and then there are good gay movies and they're not they're very rarely overlap a good gay movie is not always necessarily a good movie it's just the bare standard is solo but there's like some amazing ones like there's um uh um uh, uh yes. state of grace okay. And there's... Um, Saving Face. Saving yeah. Face. Woof. No. Anyway. You just made up your own sequel. I did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the what I learned Saving, is that... Saving Grace is about the the old English woman. Um, <laughs> yes, who, it is. Who, who does marijuana. pot. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it turns out... Yeah, it's great. It's it great. turns Aww. out that 50s movies about blondes going to Nevada to get a divorce and then having a lesbian relationship with a younger genre? brunette yeah. is a genre. Is that what Carol is in Nevada they go to? Yeah, because okay. you go to Reno for a quickie divorce. Okay. That's the thing. Anyway, um, the I watched this movie called Desert Hearts. It was made in 1986 and is straight up textual. It was only two years after gays were invented. Well, I mean, it was really weirdly, I don't want to say upsetting, yeah. but like shocking to watch women kiss in a movie made in 1986 with 1986 production values. Not from a male gaze perspective either, no, but not just at actual all. just on their own terms. It was okay, fascinating yeah. in that it really did, it what, Carol is all about subtext for the most part. Yeah. Whereas Desert Hearts is straight up text. And I was thinking about it and I was like, is it because in the year 1986 you'd have, you could have women have sex and still people wouldn't get it? I was like, what is that? But then I think I'm like, well, we live in the era, era of Harold, they're lesbians. So yeah. it's like, yeah. like you kind of do need to. I mean, I mean, having it, having it be um, from the eighties yeah. well, with the, with the context that like, doing a lesbian movie at that time was not as common. Yeah. But it was probably with um with AIDS was mm -hmm. being being as, as newsworthy and everything as yeah. it was. 
it, that was mostly gay men. Yeah. So you yeah. saw you saw a little a little less. Um, I feel I like you saw up... a little less movies and stuff like that um, about about gay men, and Absolutely. you shifted to seeing a little bit more about lesbian women. Yeah. Not a whole bunch. Yeah. Just a little. But oh, yeah, man, desert the poster looks eighties. Desert shit. Hearts is intense. Oh, it's it's supposed about... to nineteen fifty nine. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. So it's about a woman who is a professor who goes to Nevada for a divorce. Okay. Um. While she she she's there, she's staying in a dude ranch. While you know, like while, you do. Uh, while she's when there. When does Denise Crosby show up? She does not. No. She's credited in the IMDb. I don't know. She okay. Might. I'm I sorry. Know. You were. I didn't t- watch it. You're... She was sick. Um, okay. Yeah. So um. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and the pr- the teacher is very repressed and very buttoned up and okay. is there. And the girl that she meets, the young woman who is the adopted daughter of the woman who runs the the ranch, is openly lesbian. Like one of the, the first times you see her, she is like um, the I'm teacher. A Mary Bamford character where it's like ridiculously like wearing teacher, a big strap on and teacher. Yeah, that famous Maria Bamford character who's a lesbian who walks around in a strap like on. a hot dog with a strap on. Yeah. So the um, one of the first scenes is the teacher goes and knocks on the door of the, the cabin that the young woman stays in. And she just straight up opens the door and there's a woman. And you can see a woman in her bedroom. And it's like really awkward. This woman is just openly lesbian. And she has a, she works at the uh, this one slots place. And she's in a relationship with another woman who works there who's getting married. And there, there there's a lot of pressure on the young brunette to to marry this dude who basically accepts that they're gay and will let them be gay, but they have to be married. You know, they have to be married to men. And it's, and she doesn't want to live that life. So, and it's fascinating because like Carol, it ends with an ambiguous, happy, ambiguously happy ending of like the two women have at least accepted themselves for what they are and what will happen next. And it ends with them deciding if they're going to live together in New York, essentially. And it's like, it's a fascinating parallel to Carol. I'd never heard of it before. Like you could go down the line. Like the first time they make love is in a hotel room and there's, you know, a, there's robes involved. And like, it's like a fascinating hmm. parallel. Do you know if anyone's actually made it, uh, called any attention to this? I, I, the first thing I did was I googled Desert Hearts Carol and I found like a list somewhere of someone listing all the reasons. You think somebody would point that out. Yeah. I'm really shocked I hadn't heard of it. And also, frankly, straight up, I just liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Oh, okay. Um, it was very enjoyable. I highly recommend it as a movie beyond just as a lesbian movie. It is very much so of its era. It seems that other than uh, doing a miniseries called The Women of Brewster Place, the uh, director has not really made much of anything else. Yeah, she's done a lot of television. Her partner episode, is writer Terry Gents. I was just shocked. Yeah. So literally, if you Google Desert Hearts Carol, the first thing you says is, see is a forum post that says, I watch both movies. One was made in 1985 and the other in 2015, 30 years apart. But I decided to highlight some similarities. Desert Hearts, 1959. Carol, 1952. Desert Hearts, Vivian Bell, age 35. Carol aired, age 30, 35. Kay, Desert Hearts, age 25. Therese, age 1921. Okay. Vivian yeah. seeking divorce. Carol seeking divorce. Daryl loves Kay. Richard loves Therese. Neither woman is in love with these men. Kay has Silver, which is her her partner. Carol has Abby. Vivian, avid smoker. Carol, avid smoker. Vivian falls for Kay out of loneliness. Carol also experiences a sense of loneliness. Well, they all both also take place in a similar time period. First love, that was the first thing I said. Yeah. First love scene is in a hotel. Um, Kay is aware of her sexuality. Therese is aware of her sexuality, but it takes a while to act on it. Vivian is concerned with what society thinks, but later concedes her desires. Carol is concerned about what society thinks as well. Kay is free-spirited. Therese is free-spirited. For the ending, we never get to see, find out if Vivian came back to Kay. And in the ending, 
oh, this person says Therese goes to Carol. That's kind of she no. Does. That's the whole point at the end. Is it's kind of a it's but it's open. It's yeah. open ended and ambiguous. Nah. So nah. I mean, yeah, you can assume, but yeah, there's something apparently there's something called pussy pull. Apparently, the book they're both based it's on like books. a tractor beam. <laughs> Pussy pull. Oh, pussy shots pull. fired. Oh, no. You forgot to mention that Desert of the Heart by Jane Rule was written 12 years after The Price of Salt, so one book was revolutionary, oh, while well, the other that. was yeah. derivative. One was at the, written at the start of the Red Scare in the U.S., the other after the thaw had begun in Soviet-American relations. They depicted significantly what? different Where roles despite their super initial, superficial similarities. Uh, somebody is uh, angry. This is at Carol the Movie fan community and poor... It is at... <laughs> carolmovie.proboards.com Wow, that's so. going to be a bastion of a really insightful commentary. That's too The funny. price of salt flats in Nevada. Anyway, um, yeah. Desert Hearts. I forgot that Carol's based off of like an older book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Price so. of Salt. And Price good of Salt is fuck. a really good book. It's good as fuck. Now I want to read Desert of the Heart because like the movie, I really liked the movie. Mm. I liked all the characters and I liked the way that they portrayed um, uh, oh, Silver who's this older woman who who wanted to be a singer and was like very clearly like moved to the big city to make it big never did and so like she works at a at a at a casino where there is I'm talking, dude. I'm listening. She Fully works at a casino a there as a performer, but it's not her. She is just she is older and she's working at slots and she has this young lover and she's very mm. clearly like, what is her life? What is her happiness? Yeah. And it's always settling. And so she's marrying this dude whom she seems to love, but like and the dude seems to accept that that Silver and Kay have this sexual relationship. There's one great scene where Kay is talking about her feelings for the teacher while she's in a bubble bath with Silver, and the dude just walks in and had poured them both a drink and hands it both to them. Oh, okay. Sits in the toilet and talks to them a little bit and then wanders off to make dinner. Like, it's like an interesting, like, the whole movie is like this weird, like, weirdly acceptive, accepting and permissive tone. Yeah, for 1986, that is. For the, yeah. yeah, for the era. about and, But it's just so surprisingly transgressive, even being a lesbian woman, to watch a 1986 movie with women kissing in it. Like, I could feel my weird conservative Texan in me just be shocked. I mean, yeah, in a way that, because I would say, there's, there's plenty, in B movies, there's plenty of women kissing, but not in the way that you're not talking in about. The, yeah. This is like straight up these women Like, it actually just part of the story. Yeah, it's characters. Yeah, yeah it's not just, versus yeah. Versus male gays It's bullshit. not canon films It's bullshit, not yeah. for men. It's a story about women. So yeah. anyway, Desert Hearts, really interesting. Unmoved. Nearby, if you're listening, if you haven't seen Desert Hearts, I bet you have, but um, I'd be really curious to hear your thoughts on okay. it. Yeah, so available so. on Hulu and God knows. Well, actually, knows I would imagine else. Hulu may be one of the few places you can find it. Because yeah, I can't probably, imagine it's probably it's on from DVD. It was, it was distributed by Samuel Godwin Films, so I'm sure it's, yeah. it's wherever. Uh, subtitle look. version of In the Mood for Love is just on YouTube. Just type yeah. it In the Mood for Love. It's just right there. Subtitle. Yeah. Actually, it's actually the same subtitles from the Criterion movie version, yeah. so it's like that's... And it looks really super pretty, too. So, yeah. Do it to Desert Hearts in the Mood for Love double feature. <laughs> it's period, unrequited love, period, peace. One's yep. hetero, one's, you know, yep. one's not, one's American, one's not. But, yeah, it's, it's okay. I'm glad to see we both had good, like, little romance movies things this weekend. Aw. All right, friends, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be back for the Geek Week interview. Hey everybody, it's time for the Geek Week in Review. This is the part of our podcast where Bill has made news in the week that was, and I am reading his notes off and learning about these things for the first time. Do you want to talk about Mr. Pickles? They gotta play Mr. Pickles on Rugrats Die. Throwing it out there. I don't know if that's newsworthy or you care about that or anything like that. Annie, want to read that? Okay. I didn't add that to show notes. I just saw people even right now on Twitter still freaking out about that, so... 
Rest in peace, Stu Pickles. NPR shut off comments for its website. In July, NPR.org recorded nearly 33 million unique users and 491,000 comments. Or excuse me, 491,000 comments. But those comments came from just 19,400 oh, wow. commenters. That's 0.06% of users who are commenting. Proportionally speaking, that's like 19 assholes fucking things up for a town with a population of 33,000 people. And so, yeah, everyone's like, how could you turn off the comments? And they're like, yeah, look at the numbers. These people aren't contributing shit to this website. They're making life terrible for everyone else. Yeah. And so, yeah, fuck it. And so everyone's like, well, like, people tend to forget how small, how big the yeah. internet is and how small the community of people ruining the internet for everyone else is. Yep. Yeah. I'm mean, great. Yep. It's NPR. They probably have a smaller proportion of assholes to other. Not that. I mean, still Bill, stra- every, strangers. Every group has their assholes. But compared to like 4chan or like Reddit or anything like that, where, where, where places are kind of like, I, like I assholes go to or... Lego boards and they're assholes. I think, I'm just saying, like, I think definitely... assholes, I think assholes would kind of glom, like, because NPR They're, they're is... going to be everywhere. Well, and yeah, it's they, political. They may go yeah. to yeah. NPR just to fuck with people too, because that could be a fun afternoon for somebody. Bill, the more That's uncommon true. story is internet community doesn't have assholes. That's the more uncommon story. Yeah. But I love the proportion of 33,000 people versus 19. Yeah. And those are just the people commenting, much yep. as the people actually making it bad commenting, yeah. too. So, that's just how little, how silent the majority of people just ingesting internet stuff is that don't even com- communicate with each other. Also, on, on Jesus, websites. how active those commentator were, commentators were, because that's half a million comments from 20,000 people. Yeah. God. That's, and it, it, it's, it's, it's like three people in the back of the bus screaming at, at each other. That's really all it boils down or to. Or just screaming. You're just, yeah, really, that's just yelling <laughs> at the window. That's more accurate of internet comments. I should, I should make an account on carolmovie.proboards.com and shout about Window, stuff. why are you dirty? <laughs> Alex Hirsch is co-writing the Detective Pikachu movie, along with Guardians of the Galaxy co-writer Nicole Perlman. So you got a lady writing, but yeah, Alex Hirsch, that's his first Alex Gravity Falls post-Gravity Falls project is completely random. I would imagine that's not how we expected his summer would end. That Pokemon Go would force a movie studio to decide, hey, we need to make a Pokemon movie. So instead of making Pokemon movie, we're going to make a Detective Pikachu movie. (laughs) Let's get out. I mean, if you could get someone to write a Detective Pikachu movie. Okay. Instead, you do write a Pokemon Go movie. Mm -hmm. But what happens is the Pokemon Go start becoming real. And so people people are actually. No, hold on. I've got it. It's a detective Pikachu movie investigating people who have been murdered while playing Pokemon Go. And <laughs> okay, not I like attention. that. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is it an, or or a detective Pikachu movie where uh-huh. Pikachu is investigating the missing Pokemon that people have been like, oh po- Pokemon the- trafficking. <laughs> The answer is Pokemon Go has been encouraging. Man, what I want happen because there's supposedly an Animal Crossing app still coming oh out God. sometime later God this fall. God help us all. What I want that to become super popular and suddenly Hollywood decides they need to make an Animal Crossing movie and they either get Steve Wolfhard or Calamity John mm-hmm. to write that movie. So, you, so <laughs> like, do you think you like hold your phone up and then you go... And you go, sw- you go. Oh, actually, going go fishing. fishing. Yeah, like fishing, fishing with your phone. That was actually. I wish we had a video of that. If you, that was you really mind good. fishing uh, with your phone, uh, like yeah, kind of using the reel as the and touch screen as the. And you just throw your phone behind. Yeah. Would you like step it out of your house? It leads to an increase of purchase in Galaxy Sevens um, with their shatterproof and uh, waterproof <laughs> yep. functionalities. Yep. Man, there's no way in hell they could make it so that neighbors in your neighborhood are like an Animal Crossing neighbor. So you'd have to go fuck with your not fuck with your neighbors, but like go no, to your totally, neighbor's they house. Totally to, like, I mean, they 
just use leverage oh municipal maps. God. Yeah. And those are, you, Assuming you know, are they have access to the same to. database that, like, yeah. Pokemon Go does, which yeah. I don't know if that's true, but, well, like... Well, they may be trying to do a different type of game, I'm sure. Yeah. But, if anything, po- Animal Crossing makes more sense. No, that's... Oh, and then you're decorating your house... People who live in, or if you live in a place long enough, they recognize that, oh, this is actually your house, and then you have control of that house, and you can change it, and that that Animal Crossing character is either your roommate, or you can evict them, and you can go to other people's houses and try to get their animals to be your roommate instead. And you have to send Nintendo, like, uh, 20 bucks in real money a month, otherwise they they threaten to delete your house. Yeah, It's it's, 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 it's the Tom Nook thing. What was the name of my, my mummy dog that I love so much? That ruined the game for me when I was. Hey, I'm sure he must have been like Bones but or something like that. Or something? Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, my mummy dog friend, when they took him away and it, and it ruined Animal Crossing. Lucky. For me. Lucky. They'll just be like, Annie, $20? Oh, Lucky's gone. I would have paid $20 to get Lucky back. If that would have kept me in Animal Crossing. Oh, well, that, they could do so many things with that. Exactly. That would be amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Man, we'll see. That, Video yo. games. Uh,. <laughs> and I caught a bug. She's there we go. Oh, yeah, a game that makes all your neighbors to come out and, like, celebrate, like, on, on Christmas. You have to come out and, like, look for Christmas stuff or something like that. That'd be cute. I'd, that'd be ter- I'd say you live in a terrible neighborhood you and, like, that's just, never like, gonna happen. you end happen. up just finding human rights violations. That's great. exactly, yeah. That's great. My neighborhood, I have, like, strip clubs and, like, three dispensaries and one sex club. Yeah. I love to think of the various animal across you the go there. You go there and Lucky is at the sex club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah. I can explain. Um, John Williams is eventually, to eventually start work on episode... Five, six, seven, five, six, <laughs> I keep forgetting. Eight. <laughs> episode eight. Uh, yeah, no, official confirmation this week that he has been asked to write the score for... It sounds stupid that, you know, you would just assume that no. he would be the guy writing well, Star Wars music. Was it, isn't he, like, terminally he old? old? So and like... he does have the right to say, nah. And Ryan Johnson has just started editing the damn thing. Well, that's the thing. Uh, Williams is famous for not uh, wanting to start uh, work on the score for a movie until it's, until it's totally edited. Yeah. yeah. In fact, he likes to work on uh, the music when the movie's as, as late in the post processing, yeah, uh, post production de- uh, p- department Which as possible. Yeah. And if uh, Ryan Johnson has just started editing yeah. that shit week, it's gonna be a couple months before he's really gonna start working on that movie. But kind of nice good. to know. It's gonna Every- be a couple months before John Williams drops some sick beats. Yeah. Everyone misreported that as John Williams has already seen the edited film is going to start writing oh. music next week. I'm like, no, if they're just starting editing it now, I hope, it's... I hope Ryan Johnson got his cousin Nathan Johnson to at least what? do, like, a cantina music thing There is a thing. Like there's going to be everyone, like, running around some kind of fancy city, so there's going to be plenty of opportunities for some kind of background music and yeah. stuff like that. But Nathan yeah, Johnson did all the music for all of others. Like, like, I don't remember that. I mean, I'm, I'm I using you that, I own that fucking To score. be our, view, our listener who may not... Hey, I, hey. Hey, Foley, dumb dumb. <laughs> I love happened? John Williams, and I would be one of the first person to contribute to Kickstarter for uh, Nathan Johnson's yeah. Nathan Johnson Star, Wars Star Wars Episode yeah. Eight score because he, he does really all, the, neat. all that ambient sound yeah. stuff. And he, like... he's just he has the right kind of eclectic perspective in music. That I'll would be, be really interesting. I'll be honest. I would rather have I would rather actually have him do a. Um... One of the spinoff things, like it yeah. was, there's no reason why he can't. If this were spinoff, but like it would have been, really, be insane that he wouldn't be doing. It would have been yeah. really cool to have him do like the music for Rogue One, or mm-hmm. to have him, yeah. not saying that that's still from what I've seen. I haven't seen. That's a different sort of tone. Like that's I know. like so that's being like a war movie sort of thing. I know. You kind of want that. There's kind gonna of... be so many Star Wars spinoffs. Yeah, there would eventually be something that he could do. Yeah. Yeah. Like a. 
like the uh, Detective Yoda movie is going to be all Detective Yoda. <laughs> is he just solving crimes on Dagobah? Yeah. <laughs> Who ate that fly? He's inexplicably that snake? an old Pizza Hut Yoda puppet in downtown New York. I like it. Clue. Oh my god, can you have a little hat? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. half the fucking point. Clue okay. is supposedly being remade again. Hollywood's been threatening to remake that flick for over a decade now, but at least the news has led to a bunch of fun fan casting, mostly involving Idris Elba, Christina Hendricks, and Winona Ryder. Mm. Why not Simon Pegg as the butler? Hmm. Did you see Justin McElroy's History of Clue video that he it's did really for Polygon? Oh, no. Did he do? No, it's I really didn't see that. super cute. He and is it, some is it other of the board game? dude. Yeah, it's yeah. the History of Clue, Clue yeah. in general. Clue like, from Cluedo to the modern day. Yeah. Did it start off as Cluedo? Because I know yeah. that's the European yes. version of it. Okay, yeah. 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 It was originally Cluedo. Bill, you would enjoy watch that. The video you should watch that. And you'll learn. Cluedo sounds like such a dumb name. Well, it's riffing on Ludo, which is Latin that's right. Yeah, and was the name of Clue. It's still put to the point. They're the British. What do you want? Watch this video. Watch this video. Recommend y'all should all Google or look up on YouTube the history of Clue with Mister Adorable Mister Justin Record. I learned that my handsome, intelligent wife has never seen the Clue movie. Yeah, I'm just really good it's, at the game. It's got to be way too overhyped at this point. Yeah, because that's the thing. it's it's cute, but I, it's not the end of the world. The, funny. It was weird. Like all of the um, cute dance team girls would get together in my high school and watch yeah. Clue and oh, yeah. Grease oh, if, and stuff if, like that. If it's already got that weight like, behind it, it was just kind like... of a slumber party movie. Slumber party movie. Yeah, yeah. Clue, Princess Bride, Grease. I was um, just basically like, I will own you at that game. Yeah, Foley destroys a Clue. Because she's yeah. got that fucking brain. She's yeah, got that I don't, analytical I don't, brain. I don't have, it's, it's, really, it's really great because um, people are like, are you even playing? Because <laughs> I, 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 they give you the notepad and they give you the thing so that you can be And I was like, I don't, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm just remembering and retaining, you know, like something that people <laughs> should be able to like do. Just like a hawk. Yeah. And then just, and, and it'll be like super early and I'll be like, this person did it with this and the this and the, the and then to open up the thing because they're like, Can't... shit. And I'm like, yeah, I make it not fun to play this game. <laughs> super not fun. Fully too good at clear. Then I would be curious to, actually would be generally, instead of just watching for fun, it would be curious to have you watch the movie and see if you can figure out like, well, who, mm-hmm. like if you can figure out the mystery I know for that it. Annie was telling me it had three endings. Yeah, yeah. so that's, yeah, if you can yeah. figure out like, you, you get on the path because yeah. I can't, I, I've watched that movie a bazillion times but I've never actually paid attention to how that like no. ending makes I'd sense. Be, I'd be interested. You would be the person to be able to poke holes in that and go, like, wait a second. I'd be interested. The two it. movies that I really, really loved were Clue and Murder by Death, which are very similar. They are, yeah, and they're made within like two or three years of each other, but too. But Clue is so vastly superior to Murder by Death. It's not even funny. I once did a double feature, and I was like, oh, man. Or wait, no, did I get backwards? No, vice I think versa. Both, People is it claimed, vice versa? I need to go back and watch, because I was, I've seen both, both of them, Both have too. Eileen Brennan in them, which is adorable. And, but yeah, and Murder by Death has both. Truman Capote. Yeah. And I think it also has uh, Alec Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Yeah. Just have Alec Guinness, he's a butler. But either instead of saying one is better, just make a double feature out of both, and you can decide. Uh, I yourself, think that's but. that's smarter than my double feature of um, Elizabeth and uh, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, that was a little more jarring. Which um, shared uh, uh, a lot of the same cast. Yeah. yeah, like a large amount of the but same I mean, cast. Within reasonably within they the same were time they were released. Other? They were literally in the movie theater at the same time. It was Jesus one Christ, one time yeah. in my life that I have ever gone. I'm gonna go see two movies in one day. That's Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Okay, yep. yeah. Yep. And I was like, I was like, uh, no, point, point, point. Never see Shakespeare in Love and then end it and cap it off with Elizabeth. Not, <laughs> do the other. Not good. Not great. Not great. So do you like uh, Shakespeare in Love? I love the Elizabeth movies. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, well, you guys were talking about the second Elizabeth movie not that yeah. long ago. Yeah. yeah. Which is. Well, we which watched is both of them. Like, where she got like wooden months. teeth and shit now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, Veronica so, Mars creator wants to turn. Oh no! I was just gonna. I don't know if you Puppies guys had any. Well, kittens. you've never seen Clue, 
But I was just going to well, say, still, if, you had like, any... who, if you were going to cast a movie of people who had to fill clue roles, who would you be? Because in, in the clue movie, it's it's Tim Curry as the butler. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, oh God, yeah, Eileen Brennan as Miss how many, Peacock. Okay, it's like, how many characters are it's there? It's like seven characters. I mean, you just do a bunch of SNL alums if you look great. Well, that's what like, that some people Tina suggested. Fey, Amy Poehler. But everyone's like saying Idris Elba should be the Tim Curry butler character, because he's British and erudite and... I'd, I, you know, uh, weird, Or weird, Benedict Cumberbatch. Maybe weird, not um, popular thing. I'd, I'd rather have Channing Tatum be the butler. I would want Channing Tatum to be, um... He'd be a good Mr. Body. I want to be Colonel Mustard. Because um, you think Colonel Mustard would be all kind of stuffy and stuff like that. Doesn't have to be, bro. Doesn't have to be. Just get Kate McKinnon for all the characters. Yep, yeah. all yeah. of them are Well, Kate that's McKinnon. another people have already suggested Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon could be They're the new Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She could be Mrs. White. Mm-hmm. Kids can fight because uh, she's black. Veronica Mars creator Rob Thomas wants to turn The Lost Boys into a TV show with each season set in a different decade between 1967 and 2027. God, Which presumably time, that would be like every a... Every time you say Rob Thomas, I just think about the lead singer from Matchbox 20. <laughs> See, and I think about the founder of Wendy's. Okay. Da- okay. Oh, that's, yeah, that's wow. Dave Thomas. Wow. Who's wow. also one of the guys from SCTV. What? Some, some proud Well, Thomases. I've never seen The Lost Boys. Tell me about this. You've never seen that fully. Have you seen The Lost Boys? Um, vampire. There's no lore behind it. There's vampires. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's a bunch of vampires in Southern California. Yeah. Santa Monica Pier. Um, being, being vampire boys. Being vampire boys. I mean, being, being fang boys. The big, have you guys, so you, oh, man, I don't want to talk about that much because was, there's only one twist in the movie. I'm never going to see it, Bill. Really? I'm never going to see Lost Boys. You saw Desert I, Hearts. I, Bill, I'm a queer woman who likes Films and romance. I hate vampires. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate teenage boy horseshit that's alienating me, and I'm not of that generation. Wait, so is the only reason you like Teen Wolf because it's about where where animals? Yeah. Okay, cool. And I've never seen the original. I'm 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 a bl- and like that kind of '80s boy movie is like not my Fast forward a year from now, when you're a total Lost Boys fan, just because yeah. it's Rob Thomas and yeah, has a bunch really of hunky dudes in it. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. I really hate vampire stuff. You have to really try hard to make me like. I'll see Rob Thomas looks like he's about to try. Big fucking hump for me to get over. Like what? that. That was one of the reasons why I resisted you know Buffy so much, and it's still one of the reasons why I resist Buffy. You know what? What? It's okay that you like Edward. <laughs> you, you think I protest too much? Yeah. You duh. <laughs> you duh. I only watch that shit because there are werewolves in it. I love. I prefer as much as I hate vampires. I proportionally love werewolves because werewolves. Vampires are all about like sexual like expression and like overly sexual, but in a way that's I just not... thought they were about having sharp teeth and biting stuff. It, but it's not erotic to me, whereas werewolves I are all about a lack of to control be. and like the guilt and shame and attempting to control all right, that. Here's, and here's that's so that's Annie reading into things. It's a very it's, Catholic. Meat uh, that's thing. it. Yeah. Catholics love me. It's vampires are about having sharp teeth and biting stuff. It's a power fantasy, okay. whereas the werewolf thing not is a shame. That, not power. even that. And then werewolves is about turning into a dog <laughs> yeah like, werewolves are about lack of control where vampires about control you know what yeah. i don't even know Ru- what you guys are talking about it's about being a puppy <laughs> <laughs> it's about adult men and women turning into corgis yep yeah oh my god that'd be fantastic yeah. that'd be amazing actually. oh my god yeah wear corgis uh, well yeah. until you're oh god there's gonna be a reaper vampire skin there totally uh, is good Barf. Good, but that, what finally turned me off? What Gabriel happens if Reyes? you're stuck halfway through your transformation and you're like a relatively just, normal human, but you got the tiny little legs? God, I hope you just <laughs> have the sweet, sweet corgi butt. <laughs> 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 have you noticed the the 
the Overwatch fan art meme where everybody has animal ears. What? No. It's so cute. Just like based on their personality. Yeah. Like a, even I feel a big furry someone thing, sent but... me Overwatch. Well, who's what? Uh, Reinhardt with kitty ears. Mercy right. with kitty ears. <laughs> Pharaoh, right. of course, with like jackal ears. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, it's usually like kitty ears and puppy ears. Well, so let's it's really be honest. It is. Nine, time, nine times out of ten, kitty ears. And maybe What's better if they're wearing Josie and the Pussycats fake animal ears? No, I like that they're weird. No, I like because it's usually like they're being expressive with them too. And it's like real cute. Aww. It's cute. Shut up. Fuck off. <laughs> Vampires are about sex. <laughs> a new Oktoberfest friendly map for Overwatch is coming, and also Diva's getting a new oh, burrito. Is, yeah, yeah. Field Gremlin emote. We talked about this. I'm yeah. very excited about this. I really love Symmetra's sit. Where she generates oh, she makes a stool. Oh, she makes the a hard stool, and she like stool, kicks she back, and she's super it. almost like fucking it's sex so lady, good. where she's all like, no, but she's all very cool. I this hate this men. Like, I hate men. God. I just thought she looked comfortable. Yeah. No, but she's a also, great, she's upright, very she's upright, upright. And yeah. She's the only one who's smart enough not to sit on the floor. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, gun retailer. That's actually a good point. Yeah, a gun retailer at Wizard World Chicago got shut down less than two hours after the Conha opened last weekend. They were quote unquote only selling replica guns, but this is still completely nonsensical given most comic convention stances regarding prop guns even being allowed on the show floor. Yeah. yeah, I don't see how they even got onto the show floor in the first place. Considering half of conventions these days don't even let fake guns in, much <laughs> less selling them. Shut. There is a typo. It was an what M. I do. Yeah, it was an M. You're gonna. Have to, we're not spellers. They were selling gum. <laughs> Man, oh, the what? wizard con. The beach nut people lost their Replica shit. Replica gum. That down so They're fucking like, Replica quick. gum. We gotta let these people in. Man, well, yeah, I, just the weirdest fucking... I yeah. fell down a rabbit hole one day that was Replica gun shit. Because it's like people will make actual functional guns that shoot bullets that look like the Nintendo gun. I'm not kidding. Oh no, that's why like, people are worried about convention stuff because you get easily yeah. s- not easily, but God. like with a little bit of know how. It looks like God. the Nintendo gun, but it was solid. You metal could be, and you shit. could come and dress like Captain N and kill somebody. Yeah. yeah, it made me feel really gross because yeah. it's like, well, the whole point is that it's like it's like that's literally like a child's toy. Yeah, that you've made into a functional firing weapon that you can kill someone with. Yeah, you can also take a super soaker and fill it with piss, and that's almost as bad. <laughs> God. You're right. That's almost as bad. As I think I'd rather get shot and killed and get soaked in piss at a comic convention. Uh, continuing in Bill's dead person corner, rest in peace, Hobbit singer Glenn Yarbrough. He was a country singer. I didn't know this. I had no idea who you're talking about. He's the guy who sung the Hobbit song. He was, he, he did. He, I guess he wrote a lot of the music and performed like in the the, the, the old the animated the cartoon one? Hobbit. Yeah. And I need to only know yeah. this because a friend of mine was like, he was, well, it was Daniel. He was all like, oh, yeah, I, I grew up with this. And he, friend Daniel, of mine, you wouldn't know him. Daniel, 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 Grumpy Turtle, who's mad at you because he doesn't want to watch a romance movie. That, yeah, that so I don't know why I'm noting this because he hates, he hates love, but he loves The Hobbit, so fuck him. <laughs> but I'm kind of surprised I didn't see Does that mean he hates about this. The Hobbit because yeah, there's no love the in The Hobbit. Hobbit. But he <laughs> loves The Hobbit. That's true. <laughs> if only The Hobbits, if only. So he if, hates if, love, if but only, is he capable of it? If only he and The Hobbit were so in love with each other, they, they, they couldn't bear to succumb to their love yeah. for each other. And Bill, if you thought that there's no love in The Hobbit, clearly you've never looked at Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there can't be that much Tumblr Hobbit porn. Not if the original. Are you kidding me? Unless it's between no, 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 It's a bunch of boys. I want to talk. I want to talk real fast because Bill, I think, is still fixated on the animated Hobbit, and and you are talking about the Tumblr love that exists yes. for the movie. I'm the talking Hobbit, about the live Beyond movie. Frodo and Sam because that's obviously gonna no, be a thing. no, no, because of the Hobbit movies, Bill. All those hot dwarves. The, oh, the hot. Oh, those guys. Yeah. Everybody Wait. is all. 
But again, not the enemy. Fucking the hot. Yeah, because there's no hot dwarves. No, 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 no. All of the dwarves. All of the fat one. Even the fat one. Even the one with like the crappy little hair. I've seen more Clawhauser fan art. Like, are you kidding me? People love this shit. Well, he got his feet flat and fluffy and filled with fur. I can kind of see that. I'd fuck Clawhauser. I would not. That's good to know. I would not. I mean, Pizza Hut got a DJ pizza box. What? A DJ Explain pizza box? Me. Yeah, so uh, I guess Does randomly... Does it have one of those greeting card chips in it where you open it and it plays a song? It's almost that same thing. Where I guess randomly if you order Pizza Hut the fucking pizza for delivery mm-hmm. to your house anytime in the mm-hmm. near future, you mm-hmm. might get like at the a bottom... A DJ table? Yeah, at the, the, your, your pizza box can fold out into a DJ table... Uh, it's supposed to be uh, connect to your sound system through Bluetooth, and you can like do little. You get scratch, you can remix and stuff like that. Isn't it greasy? But, it's, but that's what everyone's like. Yeah, it's gonna be greasy, which would actually be scratching I mean, even easier. Yeah. Goes wicky wicky whack. But then you don't want to touch anything else in your house because it's all it's gonna be a grease. So pit. you 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 lay down you lay down some some fire, some hot, hot jams. Uh-huh. That actually then, catches and then, fire. And then you turn around and you chase your roommate around. <laughs> That's it. You with, got it. With, with your, your greasy pee With your ice cold, five hour old greasy with your, pee with fingers your, with like This is my pizza fire. Because it's not even like, it'll be like cold enough that like the grease is no longer even liquid grease, but it's kind of like. Yeah, uh, gelatinous. Yeah, fire. it's like Crisco mm. and you're kind of rubbing your fingers in it. And that's a bad idea. Yeah. That's a Most bad. That's a, that's, that's a hot dog <laughs> sock right there most importantly bake off coming bake off coming bake off coming y'all bake off coming y'all Shit. everyone run i am so i just picture mary bear with a shotgun walking <laughs> through the projects just like i'm, I'm gonna so judge excited. you Bill, we have to figure out what our mary, system is gonna be mary, this mary berry as omar we're gonna figure out what our system is my system is i download it from the internet dumpster and i charge you guys ten dollars an episode it will pay it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, well, because I've got the PlayStation View, they do have BBC America, and of course, the first thing I realized, I checked up on when I saw B, uh, that Brit- Great British Bake Off was coming this Wednesday, was BBC, if, uh, BBC America has it? Of course not. No, of course So, not. thank you, BBC, I'm gonna have to pirate your shit just to watch your shit again. If I could pay, I would. Again, yeah! God, I would pay, a, like, a hundred bucks to Seriously. watch that season. I would, yeah. I would pay, because I it's would last straight weeks of fun. Money. Yeah! yeah. It makes me it. feel like the world is oh, not a God. total turn. So, yeah. if people hated all this Olympic talk, this is going to be before 10 straight weeks. Oh, God, we're going to be awful. Sorry, everybody. bake-off freak out. Sorry, everybody. I'm not sorry. Man, that's going to take us all the way through to November. Are we just going to call it the bake-off podcast? Like, the boy howdy? Well, it's how, already happened once before, so we'll see. Like, we can We've never one more been. Round. No, like, we just said boy howdy, no, boy howdy bake-off summer. corner. Last summer we did because we every week because that oh, was when true. what's her face won. Spoilers. The, the, the female. Oh, female. The female. Did you see there's like a new Sikh guy with like the turban and everything like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. I haven't, I haven't. Oh, you haven't it's seen so the trailer? Sure. So, there's so, a trailer. There's a trailer. Everybody, we have to stop this podcast right now. This is the Boy Hattie Podcast. We're at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. Howdy at BoyHattiePodcast.com is our website. We'll talk to y'all next week. We have to stop this right now. Stop.
makes me Who thinks of a world that is just make-believe Will never know passion, will never know pain Who sits by the window will one day see rain adventure is what lies ahead today and tomorrow are yet to be said the chances the changes are all yours to make the mold of your life is in your hands to break the greatest adventure is what Eyes are here.